0: This is Go Powercat publisher Tim Fitzgild, and we appreciate you listening to the Powercat podcast. You can now subscribe to our podcast with iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify, among many others. Or you can just come to gopowercat.com and use the megaphone.fm player. And remember, K-State fans, you can get 30% off an annual subscription to gopowercat.com. Complete, independent, professional coverage of Kansas State sports. With analysis and commentary, you will find nowhere else. Now here's the PowerCat Podcast.
1: The following is a Spirit Street production. You've discovered your link to the Cat Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. It's the PowerCat Podcast. And now, let's go to the Spirit Street Studios. Here's your host, Go Cat publisher, Tim Fitzgerald.
0: Welcome to another edition of the Powercat Podcast. This is actually the weekly edition, the regular one, so to speak. Although, it's not the same as the past. The Overtime will now appear on Fridays. So, only two segments. More concise. Less fun. Because the Overtime. Is gone. So if you weren't into the overtime, problem solved. Now it'll be a separate Friday podcast so that you can uh, have a little enjoyment on a Friday. Maybe your drive home. Maybe you want to kill time Friday in the office. I'm not sure all the bells and whistles will be back, but there will be bells and whistles. Bye. Not literally. I don't think we'll have bells. Zach, do you think there's a place in the overtime podcast for bells and whistles? Mm, Maybe. Maybe an official's whistle. Ooh. That's a good whistle. I can't whistle. No, you can't. It's so good. We are sponsored by The Fridge. They are a hum dinger of a liquor store. Can you hum? Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm
0: not going to ask if you can dinger. Get into The Fridge if you're in town. Uh, I have now found out through sources that the business from the, fr- from the podcast to the fridge on game day is notable that people do tell them, I listen to the power cap podcast and we thank you. And when you stop in the fridge, make sure you let them know you listen to the power cap podcast. It's been a great relationship and we want to make sure they feel fulfilled. Is Kevin your source? No, actually, well, he was, uh, it was someone that talked to Kevin. So it wasn't actually Kevin. So it actually mm-hmm. was a source talking to the head coach of the fridge.
2: <laughs> head well, coach. I bet that relationship is now frayed
0: because they spoke to a reporter. <laughs> I don't think it works that way in the liquor store. <laughs> I think they want that information out there. Stop in the fridge. We love them. You'll love them too. It's uh, The segment here, the first ask brought to you by Tanner's. Stop into Tanner's. They get their liquor from the fridge. Uh, so it's you know, it's delicious. It's it's fresh. It's fresh liquor. It's right off that liquor tree they have in the back of the fridge, because that's where they get it from. But Tanner's is a great place to watch a game.
2: Do you think liquor trees are are uh, sprouted from seeds or from empty bottles and cans? I I don't know science at all. Okay, that's that well, gnomi thing.
0: Was it
2: No, it's isn't there like a separate. Seeds and plant major, something like that. Uh,
0: botany. There's botany. Yeah, there's botany. Yes. Yeah. This is the liquor version of botany. Okay. Uh, we're going to move on to the questions from Wild Bass Stations. You guys brought the lumber, didn't they? It's pretty good. Pretty good? Here is part one, the first half of the Powercat podcast. From Wagcat, what Power
3: 5 offense and defense do you think K-State will most resemble under Climan?
0: Alabama, both sides of the ball. Next,
3: <laughs> in terms of of
0: talent, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, right from right from right from the start. It's not about talent. It's a good
2: question. I don't know. I he said to not say Iowa, but like
0: it's I a, don't know. It's definitely a Big Ten brand of offense. Iowa
2: which, nails the tight end so much. Like I know why he said don't say Iowa, but that's a good Iowa. One. Um. And honestly, don't watch lots of Big
0: 10 football because it's boring as hell. That's a great advertising. But the Big slogan. 10 sucks. Kansas State football just like the Big 10 and boring as hell. Oh. <laughs> uh,
2: I... Could you do you, I think don't know.
0: I, do you think like Iowa State is a fair comparison? I'll go with Michigan State. Okay. I don't know a damn thing about Michigan State football. I'm just thinking, like,
2: Iowa State, they really utilize... Now, when you have David Montgomery, of course you're going to look to pound the, the running game. But they they had their fair share of... Throw. I was, I'm was i saying this because I watched an Iowa State game this morning. Um, I don't know. It just kind of felt natural. How about... It's tough uh, to
0: compare them. Old school, post... Option, Nebraska. When they mixed in the throw with the run. Old school is in like the 90s? Yeah, or probably like, 90s, okay. 90s. Yep. 90s. I def- I uh, defer from answering. because I. Don't. So that might mean they look like Ohio because that's old school Nebraska offense yeah. with Frank Solich. So I don't know. Uh, defensively, I, I don't have a – I can't tell you right now. I, I know what they want to do, but uh, compare it. To someone else, I'm not sure. Because Scotty Hazleton's system is a little less in focus for me than what they want to do on offense. North Dakota State, because they should be a power five. Zach, <laughs> you, you're a guy that tracks this kind of stuff. Do you think North Dakota's population will ever grow enough where North Dakota State could be uh, an FBS program that, I don't I don't want to say power five, but is... You know, legitimate, like Conference USA, American. I think that they could
3: go six and six in the Mountain West. Mountain West is a perfect fit.
0: Yeah. Right now. Yeah. I just wonder if they can ever get enough ticket sales. And I mean, they've got such rabid fans. I don't know what the Fargo Dome seats. Well, I think they sell it out. Yeah. It's not that big. Yeah. And that's a problem. But I just feel the like they're on the cusp. 19,000 small.
2: A but Fargo I feel like too. there's probably another community of fans that don't go to the game. You know, we know where Fargo's located. And then there's the rest of
0: North Dakota. That's <laughs> true. So, I don't know. I yeah, think I think it. they got a big following beyond what can attend games. There's no doubt about that. And, and then there's the Ross Uglum fan club, which is notable in size and Him mostly and wife, female. Pretty much. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, it's fan club's mostly female. Uh, yes, his wife.
3: From KSU number one word is Dalton shown as more motivated than ever. How important is he to making the offense go?
0: Let me just let me let me insert something there that uh, I think that oh, what's going on, guys. I can't. Talk. I was asking if he could hear me.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, you're I fine. I can't. I I can't hear myself that
0: much. Oh, I'm sorry. It's less than what it was because our mics are down. Okay. Because I had to do that. Just re- sorry. read the question? Yeah.
3: Okay. From KSU number one, word is Dalton Schoen is more motivated than ever. How important is he to making
0: this offense go? The question is about Dalton Schoen, but I think the entire team is more motivated. I think um, from what I'm hearing, they love what's going on and they love putting in the work for the coach, for the coaches. That the team is highly motivated to make their coach happy as opposed to highly motivated to not make their coach mad. Does that express the difference between yeah. then and now? So Dalton Shone, I think, is a reflection of everything else going on. Um, and and I almost feel like Dalton suffered last year from a fear of making mistakes, so he made mistakes. Which he is common. does not
2: drop that many passes. Like I'm willing to go on the record and say that Dalton Schoen is not a receiver that would usually drop that many passes that he did last year, and and at such crucial times too. It was very odd to see him emerge. In 2017, and then going into 2018, we had high hopes, and then what the hell just happened?
0: Yeah, it was like, in 17, he was playing loose and free. This is all bonus. I didn't expect this. This is great. I'm living a dream. Da-da-da. It's fun. And then expectations got heaped on him, not just by the fan base or the media, but also by the coaches. Um, And he became, quote-unquote, the possession guy. It, it if you're the possession guy, dropping passes is more dramatic than you are if you're the the big play guy. I mean, you possession guy, you can't drop anything. If it hits your hands, you got to catch it. And I, I think it. I think that pressure got to him.
2: But if he becomes a force, if he becomes a guy that they tar- they can't just have him out there to be a decoy. They can't have him out there to be like, oh yeah, there's our veteran. They have to utilize him. They have to throw to him a lot because if they don't. Opposing defenses are going to start putting the the lockdown guys on Malik Knowles, Sebastian Taylor, yeah. Josh Youngblood, and then they're going to panic because they have not seen that type of pressure in a 12-game slate before.
0: Well, I think Malik will see the shutdown guy, and they'll just try to take him away from the start. So Malik's got to be good. But if Dalton Schoen's going to have a big season, it's because Malik's good. He can't be the only guy. Wyking Gill's going to be what Wyking Gill is. You know, he's not going to be a Tyler Lockett that you can throw to all the time. He's going to be that little slot guy that, you know, gets open and makes a play here and there. So they just need good balance in this offense. Nick Leonard needs to get involved. Running backs need to get involved in the passing game and really take a lot of pressure off the receivers.
3: From Contra Cat, which running back gets the majority of carries and what percentage does that look like?
2: I really, I'm going to fight this until I'm wrong. I think it's Jordan Brown. I'm all aboard the Jordan Brown ship.
0: I'm with you, but I don't think immediately. I think he's too far behind. But from everything I'm hearing, he's the real deal.
2: Maybe not immediately, but I don't think it's going to take four to five. I think it's going to be Mississippi State. You better be ready to go.
0: I would agree. So This is a subtle little thing that we don't know yet with Chris Kleiman. That would have been a very Bill Snyder thing. Jordan doesn't know the offense really well, so we're going to give the ball in games one and two to Gilbert and Trotter and whomever else and really not play Jordan very much, put much on film. And then at Mississippi State, boom, Jordan's starter, turn him loose. I don't know if Chris Kleiman does that, if he's into that, or he just worries about himself. I, I sense that he's just worried about his team.
2: I think the – well, I think it will be Jordan Brown. I do think James Gilbert will be right there. Um. I'll go like 45 for Brown.
0: Um, I feel to, like 35, he's 40. He's got to add this up to 100. It's going to be fun. Let him go. Yeah,
2: yeah. I have to think about it. I feel like 30 to, or 35 to 40 for Gilbert. Um, let's say 35 for easy math. That makes it. And then and then I think it's going to be like
0: 20. 20, 20, yeah. 20 like I'm, I'm going to go like
2: else. 10, Trotter. And then 10 split up amongst the rest of the pack, I think.
0: Are you talking carries? Yeah. Okay, so would you include the – are Skylar. you just saying
2: running back carries or just – Just running back okay. carries. I don't want to mess with the quarterback
0: carries. I would so. think – I'm going to say by the time they get into the season, Big 12 season, that it might be more like 55 Brown, 35 Gilbert, and 10 Trotter, and that's really their three guys. Although one I, – I still think a freshman's going to play.
2: I think a freshman is going to play. I think Tyler Burns will get some carries at times. Not significant numbers, maybe two to three, and then that's it.
0: They're going to play four guys at least. They are. I just Unless, unless all of a sudden Jordan Brown erupts and they're like, we you can't take him off the field. Yeah. we we, we got to have him out there all the time. I think Gilbert's really solid, but I don't think he has that next level thing going on that Jordan Brown might.
3: From I like Pickles Cat. When do we need Skyler to move from promising young guy who has shown flashes to actually good weekly, or has he?
0: Nickel State. He's got. He's got to be good yeah. from the start. Um, and he's still picking up the offense, making some mistakes in practice. They're letting him make mistakes right now, um, but he can't be one of those guys that has the freedom to make throws, but he's still throwing three or four interceptions. He so just can't do that. This team isn't good enough to afford those kind of issues, so he needs to be good from week one. And I'm all aboard the
2: the Skyler Thompson. I like, I really do think these last two years he's going to prove himself as a really, really good player, um, and we're going to really see him change as a, as a quarterback. But, and, and I know that last year was skewed a lot, but at some point stats are your stats, and you are what you what your stats say you are. So if he takes a while to get going, or if he only throws high 100, low 200-yard outings every single game, at some point you got to start going, maybe he's just not that person that you've always wanted him to be. I think he will take those steps this year. I don't think we're going to have those conversations, but if it gets to Game 6 and he's really struggled to throw for good amounts of yards and touchdowns and, and be an efficient passing quarterback and not just a game manager...
3: You're going to have to start ha- having that conversation. From KSU and LFK, welcome to the podcast. Wow.
0: Okay. is Look, you're an airline guy. LFK is not a real. It's not, a, no, it's not Lawrence's airport code. So this is how insecure they have become about how cool Manhattan has become. Manhattan gets an airport, legitimate airport with yeah, airline service, and everyone starts calling it MHK. Because that's an airport code. So they come up with LFK, and I'll let you fill in the blank What Lawrence. Hold on. Has F- that, is that what LFKs they've Lawrence tried to make it stand for? bleep in Kansas.
2: Okay. So they haven't tried to make it about an airport then.
3: Is
0: no. That, no. No, it's just their QA of saying, oh, you're MHK. We're LFK.
2: Well, that, All right. That's what I've always known LFK to stand for is what you – the bleep in the middle. I didn't know if that's, this was like an airport attempt
0: type I thing. I just saw there's – it's Lawrence friendly Kansas. Friendly. Sure.
3: Oh.
0: Well, that's not accurate. Um I'm kidding. Actually, Lawrence is a nice town. There's nice people in Lawrence. There's just an influx of birds.
2: I, full disclosure, I do kind of like Lawrence. Oh, Lawrence, that's Lawrence there's town. nothing.
0: As a town, there's nothing wrong with Lawrence. It's a cool college town. That's just uh they have a bird infestation problem. They're really bad. There's just birds.
2: Damn
3: things
0: were everywhere.
3: shoes with buckles. For ten birds?
0: Pretend? Well, they're not really pretend to them. It's real to them. I mean, look, if I hear voices, they're real to me. They're not to you, <laughs> but that's the way they are with that bird. It's fair. They think it's real. It walks around with buckled shoes. That's fair. Okay. In their defense, half
2: J is the size of a normal bird, so I don't it, know what.
0: Half J is the size <laughs> no. of their football program. <laughs>
3: Okay, what was the question okay, again? The question is, what will be the first offensive play of the year?
0: Oh, God, please make it just a run right up the middle. It's a double reverse pass. Just make it, just, just hand off between the tackles. Goes for two yards. I mean, we joke. Damn it! We joke, but, like, that's what it
3: should be. No, and then they check. Well, it's a, it's a handoff, but they checked out of whatever they were going to run, and then they snap it at three seconds. on the-
2: four, three, two. <laughs> Thanks, guys. The 90 play clocks didn't tell me that. I don't know. They're going to hand it off. I, it'd be <laughs> That's just what they're going to do. <laughs> Why come out throwing guns blazing on the very first play of the season?
0: Because you can. And, and honestly, the players might say, Coach, this is what we've done. The first play of almost every game. Can we not do it?
2: If they come out and do something like a play-action pass and just hit – Josh Youngblood down the left sideline for 80 yards. Oh my god! People think they're going to win the national championship.
3: <laughs> I'm predicting it. It'll be a handoff because of one good play against Nichols State. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a tweet. There will be a tweet. Last question of the first half is from Concha Cat, and it's a bunch of over unders.
0: Oh boy, here we go. We got to thank
3: so. From he gives tight end touchdowns this season over under five.
2: I just want to say, Cat, the over unders they should have been a point five, like yeah,
0: cause, yeah. Because then what do we do? Push. push at five? Yeah.
2: All right, so it's tight end
0: touchdowns. Yeah, over. that's tight end touchdowns over. Yeah, over. Under. Hmm. Okay, exactly going under. I wanted to push. Honestly. I think. I think the throw to the tight end this year will be a what the fullback dive with Winston Dimmel was in the offense. Nick (laughs) Lenners for Heisman. Right.
3: Highest team rushing yards in a game, 220. Over. 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 Yeah, yeah. They gotta play KU. I think they'll go over
0: 220 more than than once or twice. I I hope that's the average. I think the intention is that's the average. It better be. So that they're in 220, 220 passing. You know, you get a 450 yard offense in the game here. It's low for the Big 12, but that's pretty good.
3: Skyler, completion
0: percentage this season, 60. Under. 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 It needs to be over, but I don't think he's there yet. That's that's a lot. I mean... <laughs> that's pretty good. That's chucking it at a pretty good clip.
2: I just don't... I don't know if he has the receivers to have it over 60% as that's well. That's fair
0: enough. People don't think of that. They always just look at the the quarterback. Yeah completion, like he's, that's his accuracy. Well, the guy's not open, or the guy's dropped it, or whatever. Jake Waters had Tyler Lockett. Come on now. Yeah.
3: Non-offensive touchdowns this season,
2: 1.5. Oh, that's over. true over. I'll take the over, but not in special teams. I'll take it on defense.
0: Bingo. That's good. That's a good call.
2: I question if they'll score any special teams touchdowns this year.
0: Man, that's going to be a hard Dude, thing
2: to deal with. We asked uh, Jason Ray about it yesterday. And he like didn't give
3: any names as to who's it returning was the most right generic answer I've ever heard anybody give ever.
2: He's like, you know, we got some guys, and they're gonna try to do their best. And I'm like, wow, that's not comforting at all. I don't think they have anyone that can return this year.
0: I don't think it'll be Philip Brooks, and that'll be his. Well, main I think he'll be there. <laughs> main job.
3: Yikes! Um, offensive sacks yielded this season twenty five. So that means so two up. Given up? I, got, I was flipping my
0: to a game under under. If they're over, they're in trouble because they're not yeah. going to throw it as much. Twenty five is a lot. Yeah, that that two
3: games. I'll say under because I want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> Defensive sacks this season twenty. Over.
0: Is that for Wyatt Hubert? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm going to go over. Wyatt he yeah, will have
2: 20. Because I
0: think <laughs> someone else will have at least one sack.
2: I think Wyatt and Reggie will push
0: to th-
3: beat that by themselves.
2: I think
0: one of them is going to be double digit this year. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. You know, that's half of them.
3: Longest field goal, 45 and a half. So.
0: No, that's not possible, actually.
3: <laughs> 45. The one time he gave us 45 half. or less, 46 or more. He gave us a uh, half earlier.
2: Man, I don't like this one because I don't think. Blake Lynch will go over. I think Ty Zintner could go over, but I've not seen him kick a football.
0: So I'll go under, based on that.
3: I better go under. I'll go over. I think that they'll do it. All right. Net points this season scored minus yielded minus 30. So he thinks K-State will. K-State's plus minus minus 30.
0: we'll be. K-State will be outscored by 30 in yes. the season?
3: Over the entire course of the season, K-State outscored
2: seems by almost 30.
3: Exactly right. I mean that
0: That's a tough one.
2: That, I feel like you have to be a math major to answer this question. They're going to get blown out a game or two, I think. I think they finished positive.
3: So is that the under
2: or is I'm, that the over?
0: That would be the over then, wouldn't it? I'll go over, but I still think they'll get outscored. But the reason why I'm going to say that is I don't think he'll hold back stuff in those first two games like we're accustomed. Go back to when Coach Snyder thought scoring a lot of points and building your team's confidence was important. He used to think it was important, and then he became like, I don't want to show anything. Which, as we get older, we all get conservative. But that was just a strange character change that, you know, he used to – Put up sixty points and then go give the other team a pep talk after the game.
2: I'm gonna say minus thirty is right there. Because you think in that area.
0: If they go four and five in the Big Twelve and lose to Oklahoma and Texas by you know twenty. Twenty, yeah. That's that's probably in the range. It probably compensates. That was quick, man. So let me get this right. We get rid of the overtime, and then we do a fast first half. This is going to be like a 40, 45 minute podcast. It felt like a normal first half, just a couple questions shorter. Yeah, it wasn't, but that's all right. Second like half's longer. Wow, that's not how games usually work. This is you the fire camp the same numbers. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's a soccer thing. I don't know. Just so confused by that sport. We're sponsored by The Frizz, and we'll be right back with the second
1: half of this week's podcast. The gang will return with more of the Power Camp podcast.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,
1: Back to Fits of the Power Cat Podcast, sponsored by Fringe Wholesale Liquor. Welcome back to the Power
0: Cat Podcast. We're available all over the podcast world, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, make sure you just take a moment and give us that five star. Look, if you think we're less than five stars, that's fine. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to hear it. Well, you're free to your opinion, just don't share it. <laughs> I give us your feedback right there on Apple Podcasts. If you are listening on Stitcher, uh, that's what I do because I don't have... The only non-Mac thing in my life is my phone, which is very strange. makes no sense. It makes no sense. So We um,
3: are trying our best. I know.
0: I, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But I li- listen on Stitcher. And one of the cool things about Stitcher is you can sync it to your car, like if you've got that technology in your car. So it'll automatically... When you get in your car, it'll automatically download all your podcasts to your car. So you don't even have to use your phone at that point. It's they're available in your car. My I sister's doing it, I think. I don't want to rain on your
2: parade, but I'm pretty sure you could do that with all forms of Apple CarPlay probably yeah. does that too. But see,
0: that's playing off your phone. That's um that's my point. Oh, you're saying Stitcher th-
2: is in the car?
0: Th- yeah, then oh. it'll it'll download it into your car. It's oh. not like it'll interact with your car. It'll be automatically synced into your okay, car. Okay, that's kinda so dope. You pull into the you garage like, and like your car con- Like your contacts are in if you've got technology your contacts are in the car right car just links up with your Wi-Fi when you get home I don't yeah. know it's yeah. cool yeah, i use Stitcher it's pretty cool but there's all kinds of forums forums that's not the right word all kinds of apps that's certainly not the right word either um, hey, places you know, places you can get our podcast on the internet we exist at megaphone.fm the home of the 24 7 podcast network 24 seven sports podcast network. That's a lot of stuff right there. Yeah. We're sponsored by the fridge. You know, the spiel, we love the fridge. You love the fridge. Everyone loves the fridge. There's no reason not to love the fridge. Go to the fridge at the corner of Claflin and Westport. Correct. Otherwise known as this and that. We got a cool thing coming up that we're just, I just told the guys about today. A video product that we're working on that'll involve the fridge. I need to pitch it to Kevin. Yeah. I pitched it to everyone else. I've got everything else in place except for the cornerstone because it involves, it doesn't just mean their name. It's, it's them.
2: So, yeah, Kevin, ball's in your
0: court. Ball. I texted him today uh, about grabbing lunch and talking about stuff. Now, let me say this about Kevin. If you want a liquor store run efficiently, professionally, profited with a great profit, Kevin's your guy. If you wanted someone to text you back, Kevin's not your guy. He's too busy being a professional adult that also has a family and children to spend time texting everyone like a college girl. That was very sexist. Give him a phone call. Like a college person. I See, I don't do phone calls. No, you don't. I hate phone calls. I don't want to talk to you. You got something to tell me. Boil it down into a text, two or three. Send it to me.
2: You are the weirdest older person yeah, I've
3: ever met in my life. <laughs> if I'm trying to text something, Thank I'm you. like, I can
0: just say this easier. i just call. I'll yeah, think. sometimes when you call, though, we have more nuanced. It's yeah. more efficient because we're talking about a video upload or... Something that needs to be done.
2: I just don't like texting
0: you a bunch of content plans. It gets confusing. But see, you know my brain now. My, my brain doesn't work right anymore. I called... That's fair. Joe Bob. No. No, you called, called Blake, Blake Seiler. I almost said Joe Mike Bob. Eckler. <laughs> so anyhow, I called Blake Seiler Joe Bob on the... Yeah, my brain doesn't work right anymore. Um... But yeah, so you can call me with a bunch of information. And I'll hang up the phone and go. Becky, go. What'd you guys talk about? I have no idea. It's not good. No, a functional brain is overrated. It's fine. I just
2: call you because I get a Snapchat and you're playing with the dogs, and I'm like, well, you can take a phone call.
0: No, I'm playing with the dogs. It's <laughs> more important. Let's move on. We're sponsored in the second half here by the High Low. They're back for another year. I haven't even asked Tanner's. They're just back. I know Jeremy and Charlie. They're they're back. I don't need to ask them. They love us. We love them. I need to get in there. I I just don't go out anymore. I don't even go out for lunch.
2: I don't either, but that's more of a money thing. I'm just trying to I'll just pay bills and stuff.
0: I've got cancer of the fun bone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All if right. you want to have fun, go to the Low. Great food. Amazing people. And play a little Milwaukee Roulette. If you don't know what that is, go to the Hilo and find out. It costs, what, three bucks? Three bucks. I've <laughs>
3: lost every time.
0: You
2: might overpay. <laughs> you might
0: underpay. I think the idea of Milwaukee Roulette is more people lose. It's like slots. You play it to your advantage. So enough people feel like, hey, I got a $4 beer. But most of the time... You got a $2 beer. Yeah. You, the game is called Milwaukee Roulette, and the analogy you, <laughs> you chose was slots? Well... It's more accurate, actually. <laughs> and, and playing Milwaukee slots just sounds weird. That's why it's <laughs> called <laughs> roulette. <laughs> That's just so, yeah. Okay. Well, this is the PowerCap Podcast. Your questions are from Wabash Station is how we do this thing, if you don't... If you can't ask questions because you're not a member and why aren't you a member, you can get 30% off an annual subscription right now. Go do it. Here's your questions from All Station.
3: From KSU number one, does the K-State defense throw a shutout this season?
0: Well, if they play baseball, I don't know if they have the pitching to do it. Wow. Wyatt Huber can throw 95. (laughs) Uh, That is really hard to do in this day and age.
3: It is? Um I will go out on a limb
2: saying if they do it, it will be Bowling Green, not Nichols.
0: What do you got against Bowling Green?
2: I, it feels very much like that, uh, was it UTEP a few years ago? I'm blanking on who it was. Basically, they played that first game, and then they come out in the second game, and they just absolutely throttled someone and shut up. Was it Florida Atlantic, 64 nothing. No, they were really bad. Yeah. I think you, I sh- think Bowling yeah. Green. If, if they match.
3: didn't shut them out, they scored like three or seven or
2: something, yeah. something
3: it was like, insane. The second game
2: feels that way.
0: Eleven a.m. Yeah, you know, at home. Bowling Green's got a new coaching staff. They've been down, but I think they're better than what Florida Atlantic was back then. But I can see it. I think it's a good pick, Bradley. I'm proud of you, man. I, I agree with you on Nichols. They'll still be working out some kinks in Nichols. they It's won't. got some dudes. They one thing you got to say about Nichols State, they got athletes. They don't have enough of them, but they'll they'll make a play. They'll make plays. They will. That's how they've beaten other FBS teams.
2: They won't shut out any Big 12 teams. I promise you that. You can take it to the bank. Ooh. That'd be absurd.
1: Even KU. KU?
0: Even KU. So I'm going to head over to Community first. What do I actually take there? Do I, like, take the copy of the podcast over and say, here, Riley said I can take this to the bank. What is it, sir?
3: I'm, I'm very confused. This is a Powercat Podcast. Give us a five star.
0: <laughs>
3: we should clip his prediction and save it for later when it happens. Okay. Just saying. Yeah. From GT Cat, there's been plenty of talk about how good uh, defense the defensive line can be, and how the secondary has some real question marks. What about linebacker? How comfortable are we, and with what we know, out of this position group? I'm trying to be very cautious about linebacker because I feel good about da- I feel really
2: good about DaQuan Patton. I think he's in for a big year. I feel decent about Elijah Sullivan, although coming off the injury and and how much he's been injured and battled injuries in his career, I'm a little hesitant, but I think he's going to be good. The problem with me is I'm talking to coaches, I'm talking to players, and everybody's talking about how good Daniel Green is going to be. Combine that with how much we covered Daniel Green for what felt like five years about getting here or not getting here. And it feels like he's about to be the next Brian Erlocker. A, going to put too much pressure on him. And B, I just... I, I feel like that's what we've done with some guys in the past. I feel like we've been saying that about, like, Jerron McPherson for a few years. And Jerron McPherson's played well at times, but he hasn't been explosive. He hasn't been an all-star. And I just don't want to put the cart before the horse on Daniel Green and then be incredibly disappointed when he is average. You know, there's nothing wrong with average. But I'm just
0: I'm hesitant. Their starters should be good. They were last year's starters. We forget that. Elijah Sullivan got hurt. That dude can play, man. I mean, we we lose it in the Justin Hughes discussion because he was so good and he erupted into a star. Oh, that lost him. Well, they're back to the guys that started last year, and that was actually regarded as a you know, a pretty good spot last year. Not enough depth. God, when they had an injury, they were in trouble until Justin Hughes. How do I want to put this? (laughs) Until Justin Hughes was allowed to emerge onto the scene. There you go. I'm worried about one or two injuries. You know, just not not season-ending injuries. But in the course of the game, an ankle gets sprained, a knee gets doinked, and you're playing two backup linebackers, and it kind of comes apart because Daniel Green isn't ready to be leaned on. He's ready to make some plays and probably plenty of mistakes, but he's not ready to be the guy, and they really don't have that. Losing one player at that spot made them vulnerable now to losing one more player significantly lessens the position. But the defensive line will be really good. Maybe it'll allow the linebackers to kind of shine and run around and make plays. The defensive line is going to be so good that some mascot's going to leave the game pregnant. That's how much they're going to mess with the mess with the other team. That's, what? Yeah. That basket's going to be pregnant. Oh, I...
3: We're going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> also from GT Cat, who would you project to be the surprise of all the specialist positions, returners, long snapper, holder, punter, kickers that maybe we would not have had on our radar a year ago? Well, Devin Ankle's the easy yeah, one. That, yeah. I, or Tell Lord? I'm
2: calling it right. Oh, well, yes, he will. <laughs> I'm calling it right now Devin Ankle will be a first team All Big 12 punter.
0: I agree. I have not seen a punter at Kansas State in a really long time. He's got to be good at the other things. You know, got to put the ball inside. The, he was last year in he, the 20. Yeah. Inside, you know, pin teams back. I haven't seen a guy where the ball explodes off the foot like him in a long time. He's an NFL guy. Okay. If a punter can come out early, this is a lot to put on a guy. He's the guy. He's, not, he's a senior. Is he really a senior already? He went to community college. That's right. Yeah. And then he missed half last season about something he won't come Community college, redshirted. Then he was on the field. If he early. could come out early, he would have been the guy. But Not because he'd be drafted, but someone will bring him to camp because that's what you do with the punter. And then he'll punt and they'll go, holy yeah. crap.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't mean this as a dig at Nick Walsh. If Nick Walsh got looks... Devin Ackton will definitely get looks.
0: Nick Walsh was a good punter. Crafted himself into a very efficient college punter. He really got good at putting the ball inside the 20. He had the greatest coffin corner punt of all time. Half-yard I mean, line. It wasn't even the half-yard. I mean, literally, they had to go to replay to make sure the ball didn't hit the pylon. It was so close. I mean, it was just didn't move the pylon. You really couldn't see. It was Unbelievable. But he, he worked his way into that. Engtel's just got something. It's like a hitter, you know? Yeah, If you can hit the ball a long ways and the ball explodes off your bat, you can't coach that. You can't teach someone to do that. You just have the natural whatever it is that that creates that. And Devin Engtel's got it. We don't know about the returners, as Riley said in the first half. We don't know. We don't understand what they're going to be doing there. Um, You know, and And Blake Lynch is what we know Blake Lynch to be. Incredibly consistent inside the 40.
2: As I I just keep looking into Ty Zentner's career, I just, something in my gut tells me we might see him this year. And I don't know if it means as a punter or a kicker or a place kicker, but he seems like he might find his way on the field and be like, okay, this this guy's got a bit of a leg. He was good at Butler. He was real good. I, I would say I'm pretty excited about him. Um, but yeah, Angtel would be the guy that, that I think a lot. Because I don't think a lot of people are going to remember Dev, what Devin Angtel did at the end of the year because he only played in six games. And honestly, on that back half of the schedule, how many of you were still 110% checked in? <clears throat> yeah. Definitely weren't when they <clears throat> were punting. Definitely weren't. So I think he's going to come out and surprise a lot of people on a 12 game
3: schedule. From Wildcat Pilot 88. In football, social media posts: some guys have helmets that are just silver, while others have the stripes and power cats. Is there any earn your stripes story to this? Huh. I've
2: never heard of one. Like I know the Dallas Cowboys do it, earn the star when you get inv- when you're when you know camp before you get cut. But I don't. I need to go back and look at my pictures, I guess, because I can't think of who has them and who doesn't. Now that I'm Skylar did. Skyler does. Guys like that do, but like, you know, I can't tell you off the top of my head, did Walter Neal have a power cat on his head? I don't know. I don't remember. But Right. But would you think, you would definitely think that if there's some sort of program like that, Walter I, Neal would Honestly, happen. I
0: haven't noticed. i got to go back and look.
2: I've always noticed it. At full, I just left it in there to address the question. Well, I don't know. I would say it wouldn't shock me, but also it wouldn't shock me if they just said, eh, we ran out of power cats, had to order some more,
3: stripes weren't ready to go on, whatever. Or did everyone who has them is that their last year helmet, and everyone else has new helmets or something? You know, like going
2: through the equipment team's still working hard right now. Like they're still they're still doing stuff. So I
3: don't know. It might just be an equipment issue. Yeah, I guess. From Mathcat, another new one. Welcome. There was a lot of talk when Coach Snyder resigned about how depleted the roster was in in Big Twelve level talent. Now we hear a lot of positives about the ability, uh, the current ability level of the team. Where are we really at now and in the
0: near future? I, I don't know if it's a—there's not enough Big 12 talent. It's really the, the problem with the program became not enough depth. If you go back and look at those old recruiting classes, the last, I don't know, how many years— there's so many guys that just you're like, what happened to this guy? Is that you know, and that's not uncommon in a recruiting class, but it's uncommon when it's half of your recruiting class. They had so many guys they reached on, and then then you'd have a couple walk ons earn their way into a scholarship, and it felt more tangible. But you need to have both. You need to have the walk ons that come in and earn their way, and plus Three-quarters of your recruiting class contributes. So it's really more about depth. And they feel better about their depth because they're going to lean on some freshmen. That's not something, if you're Kansas State, you particularly want to do long-term. You want to probably use freshmen for games and a few that, just like Bill Snyder did, someone's really good. You can't live without them. But you don't want to you know say, hey, these six guys are going to play. So you're burning your... You know, a year off of your best six every year. You can't sustain that if you're Kansas State. Alabama, you can. You know, they're getting physically gifted guys that come in and play. Even Texas and Oklahoma can get away with more of that. They're getting more Big 12 ready bodies. You know, and that's you're not particularly doing that at Kansas State. And going to what little opportunities we've had, I'll say this. These recruits, that, particularly the ones that they addressed late in the process and brought in, They look Big Twelve ready more than previous guys, so that's it's going to be a multi-year process to build that depth back up. It goes back to what I just said about linebacker. They shouldn't be one injury away from being in trouble, or two, you know, minor injuries in a game from big trouble. Should have some guys. Daniel Green should be not an aberration. You should have a couple young guys. That you're kind of like, well, he hasn't got there yet, but if we have to throw him in, he can he can hang out athletically. Well, that's what Oklahoma has. Honestly, that's what a lot of programs have had. So as K-State wears on into, on into the games, they start to run out of bodies, and other teams are plugging in guys that, you know, may be a little bit more ready to go. The four-game four, four game rule for freshmen really is going to help a program like K-State. They'll, instead of just being out, you'll say, ha-ha, we're going to put in this pretty good freshman without using up his eligibility
3: from the dot two, football is football. Is that not the most overused phrase by our new coaching staff?
2: <laughs> I think they heard coach Kleiman say it once and they were like, ah, there we go. We'll just run with that.
0: Uh, I get what they're saying. I mean, you know, X's and O's are X's and O's. You either know how to draw it up or you don't You either know how to coach blocking or you don't. It doesn't matter if you're you're teaching those fundamentals at the college, high school, NFL. I get what they're saying, but yeah, yeah, I'm kind of tired of it too.
2: Also, at the same time, Lynn, and just let me play devil's ad, advocate for the coaches, is, is the, can Chris Kleiman coach at this level? Is that not the most overused argument right now? I mean, it's yeah. been a thing for eight months. Let's all just agree to move on from both of them.
0: I agree. And but I will say this. If you come at me and say hamburgers or hamburgers, we're gonna go. We're gonna fight. Wait, what? Yeah, explain. H- hamburgers aren't hamburgers. Then what what? What a burger? Five guys, they're in and out, that's a different hamburger than McDonald's. So don't come at me with hamburgers oh. or hamburgers. Oh. oh no, I, understand
2: I disagree.
3: Now. A hamburger's a hamburger. Oh, well, the gist of it. G- no, I'm not saying – I'm saying there's some that are better than others, but – I feel like your argument defeats
2: your argument for K-State football. Then because my uh, – would you better, not say that better, a burger uh, from McDonald's is not worth – would you not say that a burger from Whataburger is better than a burger from McDonald's? Yes, sir. Oh, or yeah, no?
0: yeah, uh, yeah.
2: So couldn't I take that to say North Dakota State is McDonald's K-State I, is Whataburger because it's a tougher bat
3: level of competition.
2: No,
0: I would say Whataburger coaches up their hamburgers better. <laughs> okay. okay.
3: <laughs> From KSU, number Bam. one, national reporters are giving cats slim to no chance at a bowl. Fine. Is this a fair take or lazy reporting? It's
2: a pretty damn fair take. They didn't do it last year. They lost a coach. They didn't exactly add tons of talent. And they're right on the five to seven win line. Very fair take.
0: I I get your point. I don't think it's lazy. I think it's understandable. If you're outside of the bubble, and maybe, you know, maybe outside the bubble in this case is right. You know, it's not like KU fans think, oh, the old man's gone, they're gonna go back to winning two games a year. You know. That never, they they've convinced themselves that happened to Ron Prince, and it didn't. Ron Prince would have a statue at Kansas if he did what he did in Manhattan there. Awesome. He wouldn't have been. So the national perspective is Bill Snyder's gone. It probably won't work. It didn't work last time. Well, it didn't not work. It was basically what we've had the last few years under Coach Snyder. It's just the person didn't work. If he had been a better person— He probably would have stayed year four or five. Maybe it would have taken off. But nobody could tolerate the way he was treating others and behaving. It just didn't work in this environment. That's not going to happen with Chris Kleiman. And I I agree. I understand. We've only seen success, sustained success at Kansas State under Bill Snyder. Not just since 1989. Ever. So I kind of get it. Whether you're a young reporter that only knows K-State football because of Bill Snyder or you're an old reporter, older reporter, that understands what football at K-State was before Bill Snyder. I get the take. I don't think it's lazy. Uh, I think it's convenient and easy. to. It's an easy crutch to lean on when coming up for a reason to put Texas Tech or West Virginia ahead of Kansas State.
3: Last question of the second half.
0: Last question of the podcast. That's weird. Uh, yes, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna yeah. have to adjust to that. Yeah,
3: remember that. Uh from as Joe, at this point, what would be more surprising, the team going three and nine or going nine and three? Mm, I'd say that's, that's, a that's great Such a tough question. I'd say it's more surprising
2: if they go nine and three. Not to say that I won't be incredibly shocked if they go three and nine, but that's far more likely in my eyes. Mm. Um nine and three would mean that they beat or that they only lose to Oklahoma, Texas, and, like, Iowa State. You know, I'm just pilling those top three. That means that, you know, they would defeat a really good TCU team here. They would go into Lubbock and, and win that game. They would go into uh, Stillwater and win. I mean, that does, I think the tougher battle is to win nine games, and it would be far more shocking if this team lived up to that level of talent than if simply things just didn't click. They never got it going, and then it just
0: snowballed. So I think 9-3 and three would be harder to explain. You know, in the fact that, like, 3-9, and nine, okay, they were rebuilding. You know, there's, again, maybe it's lazy, easy crutches to lean on. It's the first year of a coach. It's not uncommon. Nine wins means holy crap. And that almost sets the bar too high because next year they're going to have a lot of questions. they got to rebuild a lot of spots next year. Offensive line, defense tackles, you know, they're going to have some Some gaps, and then if he goes nine and three, and then six and six, are people like, "Oh, you ran out of Snyder people," which you know, I get it. Uh, So I don't know. It's intriguing, but I do think nine and three is less likely than three and nine, than three and nine. But boy, that'd be cool. But you look
3: at three and nine. You beat Nichols. You beat Bowling Green. You beat KU. That's are you not surprised that you don't beat Baylor or Texas Tech? someone else? I'm Are surprised,
0: you? but I'm more surprised if they go beat, they lose, to say, Oklahoma and Texas and give me a third team.
2: Again, I'd be shocked if they couldn't go beat a Baylor or a Texas Tech or a West Virginia. Not <laughs> but, all,
0: but I would be shocked if they beat all of them. Yeah. Which it's is what we're talking like about. Like, they would shock
2: me if they couldn't beat them. But I don't expect them to win multiple road games in the Big 12. Er, okay, let me rephrase that. I don't expect them to win in hostile environments. You know, maybe one or two, but I don't expect them to do it consistently. I don't expect them to win every one of those toss-up games. I consider TCU a very good toss-up game because I think they're kind of a little bit at the same level. TCU might be a better team, but it's a Manhattan. Those are the toss-up games. I don't think that they're going to win every single one. Iowa State, toss-up game. I just don't know.
3: And so if they were to come out on top in every single toss-up game... I think it's an easier argument to make, say, you pick three games or whatever that they lose. I think it's an easier argument that they can win the other nine than it is that they beat, you know, the ones that I said, Nichols, Bowling Green, KU, and they don't beat somebody else. There's nine more games there. But let me say this.
2: Lost to Baylor last year. Lost to Iowa State last year. Lost to Oklahoma. Lost to Oklahoma. Did they lose Oklahoma State? No. No, they beat Oklahoma State. Yeah, they beat Oklahoma State. Uh, lost to Texas. Texas Tech was a they win. They beat them. Lost TCU. Lost to West Virginia. So six Big 12 losses there. You have, you a, just
3: have to reverse three of them. So
2: new, No, what I'm saying is you lost those six. New coaching staff. Lost some players. That's very easy to explain. Hey, they didn't beat them last year. They didn't add talent. They got a new coach. Makes sense why they lost.
0: So what we're talking about is... You lose at Mississippi State, you lose to Oklahoma and Texas, and you win every other game to go 9-3. I'd be really surprised. Uh, but you're right. Losing every other game. They're both very unrealistic in my eyes. I think yeah. this, I think the projections of this team between five and seven wins is dead on. Because they're not going to win every game that you expect, and or you think they're the 50-50s or whatever however you want to describe it, and they're not going to lose every game that goes the other way. That might have been one of the best podcast questions we've ever had. We should stop podcasting. We, this is like, you know, the fighter that goes out on top. That was the greatest question we've had in a long time. We should just go out. We have to be back on Friday for the overtime, though. Oh, that's right. That's it for this edition of the Cat Podcast. Thanks to the fridge. Thanks to all the people that ask questions at Wabash Station. Uh, we appreciate our subscribers so very much for what they bring to things. and. Uh, we will be back on Friday with The Overtime, which I hate to tell you, we're going to record right now. Huh. How's that work?
1: Power Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street Publishing.